Hello, 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 and welcome or welcome back to this episode of Bursts of Joy, where every two weeks we discuss all things music. Each episode, there's a listening homework assigned, so if you feel like keeping up to date with the podcast or maybe just listening to a new album, you can take a listen. It's almost like a book club, but with music. The homework for next episode is the album What Do You Think About the Car by Declan McKenna. It's his first album, and it was actually chosen by me for a change because next episode is just going to be me. There's not going to be a guest like there usually is. Also, if you're listening, uh, make sure to keep up to date on my Instagram and on my TikTok as well, because the next episode is going to go a little bit differently. It'll still be uploaded onto Spotify and other uh, streaming platforms, but it's going to be live streamed and I'm going to have more um, information about that as time goes on. So keep an eye out on social medias. But this week, Claire and I were joined by Max Smith, a really funny TikTok comedian, um, to discuss After Laughter by Paramore, one of my favorite albums right now. It was so good. It was such a nice talk with her. Um, I hope you enjoy. She's really, really cool. You might know her from her fame from her Zanzibar dance, which she created on TikTok. It was popular a little while ago. Um, but we get more into that in the episode along with a lot about her music taste and yeah i hope you enjoy thank you so much as always for listening and remember to keep an eye out for the changes coming next episode all right all right we're recording hello 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 and welcome to Burst of joy this episode joined with claire's of course hey and mac our special hey. guest <laughs> Super exciting to have Mac on here and super excited to talk about the album that you chose because I mean, probably one of the most classy classics of the last however many years. So Mac, give us a little, what's your, what's your story with Paramore? What's your story with this album? Like give us everything, tell us. I would say I love Paramore so much because I think and I think a lot of people have experienced it, but it's one of those bands where you feel like you kind of grow with them. And I feel like I've been with my mental health and I don't know, just relationship wise, like I feel like I've been on this journey with them. That's so incredible. I would say probably like the end of elementary school is when I started getting into them. And then like in junior high was right before their self-titled album came out. And I would say that's when I started like standing. Okay. <laughs> like, like started, you know, every song, all of that. When this album came out, um, it was 2017 and it was like coming out of some of the worst like mental health wise like the worst years of my life and I was talking to Emma about this but this album like the connections I had to it in 2017 like as the years go by every time I listen to it I find like new ways to connect to it like based on things that I'm experiencing now and I just think it's super powerful. How old were you when it came out? What were you? I was 17. Older. Yeah I'm 20. That's, I think, I think though, what your description of that is like probably the, the most accurate depiction of like a really good album. If you can come back to it after so many years and still find meaning and like truth and like an, an comfort in it, I mean, I don't, I, you know, right to say, but I think that that shows like really, I mean, yeah. And it's so good. I mean, amazing. So good. Even I feel like, so the lyrics, like lyrically, it's incredibly powerful, but like melodically, even they could have just, all the lyrics could have been like pee pee poo poo for like <laughs> the hour and a half or whatever that it is. And I would have been like, amazing, Paramore has done it again. 
and it is like such a weird album because like the first few times I listen to it I'm dancing the whole way through and then I like listen to it and I'm like okay I'm going to cry right now <laughs> that's another indicator though if you can if you can simultaneously have like this fun upbeat I mean some sad songs here and there but like like uh if you just don't think too hard about it it's just like the this you know joyful album and then you you take time I think that's another indicator great album Haley Williams she's been a theme on this podcast I know like, this. this is a theme now <laughs> um I was gonna say like even I because I watched the episode um when you did talk about pedals for armor and that's that when you another thing about Paramore is just like the journey that I was talking about like following going from after laughter and talking about this kind of like this theme of like growing up and like trying to come out of traumatic situations trying to heal um and just having like feeling this social pressure to fake it going into pedals for armor is like this amazing like example of growth and showing how you like really need to let yourself feel in order to experience that growth and like it's one that like pedals for armor is amazing standing on its own if you have like listened to all like if you've been following Paramore and you hear that like it's so powerful like just that like the realization that she had when she was writing that oh yeah that's I think I think after I listened to it out of I mean I've listened to this Paramore album before before of course but like really listening to Pedals for Armor before really listening to After Laughter it's a I mean it's totally different experience but it's still it's still I can I can see that I can see that what are your favorites if you had to choose? I would say as far as like bangers go, Idol Worship, that's one that I always return to because I can just yell it in my car and scream all the words. Um, Rose Colored Boy will always be one of my top ones. 26, that song makes me bawl my eyes out. I saw that one. Um, I saw them in concert for, um, for this tour. And it was, she, they did like an acoustic set. Everybody was dead silent and everybody uh, put like their flashlights on. And I was just You're going to need to talk about that more in a second. That have, that's a question we always ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, I loved pool. I think if I had to choose one favorite, pool is my favorite. Yeah, that is, and that's one that, that was one of the main ones that I, like the one that changed meaning for me. Cause like in high school, I had, I was connecting this mostly to growing up and like just my depression and my anxiety. Um, but after like after high school, I was in a relationship. It was like it was like really good, and then it was really bad. And like the first line of that song, um, as if the first cut wasn't deep enough, I dove in again because I'm not into giving up. When I heard that, like after coming out of that relationship, it like killed me so bad. And it's like. just with those like toxic relationships I don't know what it is and especially for women we're taught like we need to fight for what we love and like if you really love me like tough it out and it's like no like this no oh my gosh you hit the nail on the (laughs) on the head what about you Claire what are your favorites oh okay well classic me I always have to reference my phone (laughs) I will always okay 26 it's so funny that you were talking about these and idol worship were like I don't know because I've listened to this album before but like I think hearing it again me being 23 is different like I was a going into my soft like I was going to be a sophomore in college I'm 23 I probably just said that whatever um but idol worship in 26 really hit me as a person and then I think like my biggest connection I was making 
was like, now that I've listened to Petals for Armor, I feel like I have a completely different lens coming through. Like I wouldn't have known, um, but she really made it. Like, I feel like I have such a different perspective that I wouldn't have had now because of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Cause she was telling a little more backstory, a little more like about Haley. Cause I, I didn't know anything about her except, you know, bits and pieces, but. Yeah, he who shall not be named. Hmm. I don't even get me started if you guys not to assign more homework um but she recently released another album called flowers for vases and she describes it as like the pathway from after laughter to petals for armor and it just really addresses like that loss a little bit more and like kind of going through the stages of recovery oh she's amazing I have to really listen to that then because I listened to it when it came out and it was I mean incredible but Tell us about the concert. Tell us about the concert. Yes, yes, yes. So I was, yeah, that was, and I'm a very, I was before COVID, like I was a consistent con, like live shows. I love concerts so much. And even, and right before I like made a promise to myself, I was like, I'm going to start going to more like, like just one-offs, like the local shows at like the $10, whatever. I don't even know the band. And then this happened. Uh, <laughs> but I remember it was at like this huge venue and it was, I don't know, Paramore shows are so fun, I say, having been to one. Um, it's just like that weird fan base where it feels like a community, and you can just go in and get along with everybody. And I wasn't in the pit or anything, but we had, like, pretty good seats. But, God, just hearing, like, she that was one of the last shows where she played Misery Business Live. I was like, yes, feminism, but also that song goes so hard. I, would, <laughs> I needed to hear that live. Um, and just the experience of, like, seeing – because for that song, you know how she always pulls people up on stage to like sing the bridge. Oh, She's actually, like, I did not know that. Wait. Yeah, so every Paramore show, um, yeah, they bring Wait, up, you're lying. Wait, wait, wait. They what? Bring up one or two fans. Like they've done this forever. And during the bridge, they have um, like the, I watched my wildest dreams come true. Not one of them involving you. Um, like that part, they bring fans up on the stage to sing that. Um, and then they just get to like headbang and run around. And it's so fun. And then like after that to see those people come back to the crowd and then like I we were walking out together and just to like pat them on the back and be like that was so cool <laughs> and they're just like glowing and it's just like that's the impact that like I don't I know that Haley and the rest of Paramore are like used to it and like Taylor and Zach they have given so much to this album as well like not and I feel like she that's something also that she faces being like a front woman is like like it's a it's a group effort for sure and I think she has to try a lot to like remind people like hey (laughs) not just me um but god when you like get to experience such an intimate moment like that with your favorite like artists who have given so much like that is something god that's like such a powerful experience oh yeah I'm a big I was a big well I was a big concert number too (laughs) um but what other shows did you go to what did you I will say that my first concert was big time rush um absolutely amazing (laughs) I think still hits still hits (laughs) yeah they she they opened for Selena Gomez and then so I was like went for big time and this is the thing I'm going to tie this to feminism because I can and I like had half of my experience so this I was at the mid-state fair I think I was in like fifth grade or something and these guys from my class showed up because their sisters or something like came to see it. And then I like, I bedazzled a shirt that said, I love BTR. And then I was like, 
they're, I'm embarrassed because they're here. I ruined it. This was ruined by men. <laughs> my big time rush concert experience. Everything. Levi, for my fifth grade class, I remember this. Dro <laughs> name dropping. I'm name dropping. <laughs> I don't care. It's fine. I'm still mad about it. But yeah, big time rush. I saw One Direction twice. Those were big moments in my life. That's That was it. Um, I went to a lot, like the, I was very much so in like the, had a big emo phase. I will send you guys pictures later. <laughs> um, so it was a lot of like Fall Out Boy panic concerts. Um, there was, I saw Gerard Way, um, a lot of like smaller, like of like the pop punk kind of shows at these like tiny venues. Um, I'm trying to think who else I saw a lot. There's this band, the Technicolors there um, from Arizona. I've seen them like, I think it's 12 times now. Like they're amazing and I love oh. them so much. But yeah, those would be like my, oh, I saw Billy Joel. <laughs> I said, we're going to have to get to that at some point, but. Um, elephant but, in the room. <laughs> yes, serious elephant in the room. But yeah, that's um, so cool. That's so cool. I love the way you talk. I feel like I just need to say that. Like you are so eloquent. eloquent. It's so weird. I feel like I'm a rambler. <laughs> like it's so cool because you say things so profoundly oh my gosh it's like it's so easy I don't know this is you, this you're made for this <laughs> thank you I'm so I'm so happy that you know I'm so I love I miss concerts more than probably anything and I like I love hearing about other people's concert stories and like remembering the joy that it brought brought everybody that was involved is just it makes me like almost like want to cry it does make me cry I have cried about this it's like uh, and at the end of every Paramore show they like there was yelled they said we love you and they go and we are Paramore and like the whole crowd does it because like we are Paramore like everybody and that like I don't know anything will just make me cry anytime I think about people singing together I don't know what like primal brain that I have when I'm like this means community this means love I'm happy right now but like I will just cry at stuff like that <laughs> this is too much this is too much like I just miss concerts so much I go I go through these phases where I'll I'll, I'll just pull up live videos of, of my favorite artists on the tv so I'm like front row <laughs> and then exactly like you were saying just bawl my eyes out and just like have my moments especially people that I haven't seen in concert like I've wanted to see Declan McKenna ever since I ever listened to one of his songs, but he only tours in the UK so far. So I, you know, even if it, COVID hadn't, hadn't happened, I don't even know if I would have been able to see him. So for like a solid month, a little while ago, every night I would be watching live shows like on the TV. <laughs> um, Claire, I wanted to bring this up because I remember first of your episode, you talked about liking Vampire Weekend and I've been in a Vampire Weekend like street recently. I cannot stop like, and I did not listen to Vampire Weekend before really. I knew a few songs or whatever, but I've been loving it. What are you listening to? Mac, have you ever listened to Vampire Weekend? <laughs> I, all of them. No, go <laughs> ahead, Mac. Yes, go oh, yeah. I haven't listened to them very much. I know like the bigger songs and like over the sunflowers on my like, cause I love Steve Lacey. That was on like my most listened to 2020 um but yeah I like everything I hear but I haven't taken the time to like go through their discography that was me until I was like you know what I'm just gonna give it a go because my best friend Abby also loved Vampire Weekend like when she was in middle school so 
I just started listening and I've I don't know. What, do you, what songs are what are your like number ones? What album? I never, but the, my favorites that made it to this list, it's okay. not all of them, but M79, White Sky, Run, um, I love Diane Young. I love oh god. Oh god. Um all of them. I don't know. Everything about I'm gonna like Diane Young like changed my life because I watched a video about how he thought about the way he made it and like the way it waves when you hear the baby baby yes that and it changed my life and like I think about the line Irish and proud proud baby naturally because you got the luck of a Kennedy I think about that every day of my life I was like clever Ezra Koenig anyways but hearing that live like changed my life so oh you saw them live yeah. oh I knew that I knew that <laughs> with my brother which was the weirdest thing ever because like my brother and I are like the very similar music taste but like we're also like not like he's not my concert you know it's like you're a level of vulnerable at a concert my brother and I aren't vulnerable with each other but I'm like we were like in this moment like yes we you introduced this to me and now we're we're gonna bowl at this concert so it's bonding sibling bonding (laughs) (laughs) um do you do you have any siblings on on this topic yeah I have a younger sibling she has a, a very different taste in music there was a point like when I was in like in online like emo stuff mm-hmm. um when I would just like sometimes I would hear like fallout boy coming from a room and I was like I did it <laughs> I did this to her <laughs> um but now I think I'm more she listens to just like a lot of popular stuff and more like rap and R&B mm-hmm. um and it's like good it's the thing where like I like it and I just have not taken a lot of the time to like really get into it so anyway. yeah you're in your own phase you know yeah. <laughs> Well, now we can move on to the question Claire was asking before, which is, we ask this every time, you know, now besides this album, what other stuff are you listening to? And also since childhood, basically going through your life, what did you listen to starting from when you were a child up until now? Oh God, I would say that I had a lot of like older music playing in my house all the time. I'm sure the first- that's why I, we all have very similar energies because I feel I, like we have a very similar energy. <laughs> I think if we have like the like the normal or like the usual like twenty at least twenty years separation between your parents. Yeah. So for me, I think it was a lot of eighty stuff and kind of more like new wave esque. I'm not good with genres. I could be wrong. Um, my dad's favorite band is The Police. I've seen Sting in concert a few times. I met Sting when I was 12. Fun fact. He touched my head. He said, hello. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so like The Police was always playing in my house. My mom's a huge like Led Zeppelin fan. And she she saw, she always brags to me. And it's funny because now, like some parents just like don't listen to music. Like she doesn't really like actively listen to music. And I can't imagine that like in my life, not listening to it every second of the day. Um, but she like she saw it was one concert and it was Nirvana, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Pearl Jam at the same show. And I was like, what world are you living? But then a lot of like some 60s stuff, too. And I mean, I kind of said that um, But a lot of like Joni Mitchell, a lot of the Beatles. Oh, my God. So much Beatles. Um, I'm trying to think other the cars, talking heads. So that was like when you were in like elementary like all growing up I just like had that same taste as them 
Mm -hmm. Um, and I still do. I still listen to all of that stuff, but yeah. And then into high school, it was very much so, oh, junior high, One Direction all the way. I'm trying to think of what else I had, like a big Taylor Swift kick fell out because my internalized misogyny. And I'm just now like, (laughs) since I've been in college, like really getting back into it. When did your emo phase hit? 13. (laughs) like 12 like coming out of middle school and I still listen like fallout boys pre-hiatus stuff I will defend it till the day I die I love it so much I will I have so many honestly bad attachments to it but it's like weirdly comforting I don't know um and like same thing with panic like their old stuff is amazing but I hate Brendan Urie so much but it's like I just have a connection to it so I will be on him Oh, he's racist and sexist and all the phobics and ists, like, he's that. (laughs) I just haven't known enough about, like, any of that that I haven't found out about that. So, I had a Fallout Boy blog. I will, on Tumblr, I will say it. It was terrible. And that's, like, because that's when I started getting into, like, really, I don't like to keep using the word standing, but, like, the more, like, obsessive, like, I don't know, love for these musicians like happened when I got Tumblr and then those were the worst years of my lives. And then I deleted Tumblr and now I'm here. (laughs) So tell us about how you went viral on TikTok and how that connects to your music taste because I think that's something that was so cool, like in my personal opinion, was having a song that is like so formative for, for people. This is my own opinion like formative for people of many different age groups and that becoming on a platform becoming so viral on a platform of young people that might not have ever heard that is that a good way to say it oh yeah so tell um, us about that. <laughs> first of all I don't understand how it went viral that if was it, not- wait before we if anyone doesn't know oh Mac created the well I guess would be the same Mac created the Zanzibar dance as a call to the Billy Joel song called Zanzibar and it went viral for a time. I think it's definitely past its prime right now, but that's, yes. Who are some people that did it? Thomas Gibson. Um, Thomas Gibson, he follows me now and he, when he, um, cause he didn't tag me originally and he follows me and it was like, hey, I'm so sorry about this. Like, I, your dance was so fun, whatever. But he just like sent me this really nice message, like saying sorry for not tagging me. I was like, you are an amazing person. It was so cute. Hank Green did it. Just a lot of my favorite. Um, not like, to mention Billy Joel posted it. on. His oh, yeah, what was that? I was so confused. Um, people started, I was like literally at work and I just kept getting calls. And I was like, what's going on? Like, you're on Billy Joel's story. And I was like, I didn't know he had Instagram but what is happening? Um, and that's just like a crazy, cause I, when I went to his concert, I was sitting in like nosebleeds, nosebleeds as if like, it was in a baseball stadium. Like if I stood up and leaned, like I would have perished. And it's also funny. I'm so glad that they found my original video to post. Cause it like, so the video, and I just looked it up. Um, it was like, now that sound has, I remember when I started, I checked and it had like, eight videos and now it has 440,000 like videos with that sound all you I don't know it just like slowly started building and I didn't expect like when I posted it it was an absolute joke I've listened to Billy Joel forever like that's been a very he's been a it's actually he's been like weirdly constant but inconsistent throughout my childhood because I go through that's one of the artists 
is for some reason it's him and Lenny Kravitz. I won't listen to them for months and then there will be a month where I will only listen to them and like that's it. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. It was just so weird. And then I don't know. And then people started following me because of that, but then they were like, oh, nothing else that she does is like <laughs> anywhere similar to this. It was just really weird. Like of anything that could have blown up a dance when I consider myself to be like more of a comedy account, it was just really weird. <laughs> but that's, I mean, I saw it cause I had followed you anyway, but I had seen, I saw it before it blew. I'm, I'm an OG, I, what can I say? I'm an OG. Um, <laughs> but I added the song to my playlist before it became the Zanzibar dance. And then I was like, yo, this is happening right now. Like, oh my gosh. But that was so cool. The, the power that TikTok has to like, in the music industry is like insane. Changing people's lives, like Megan The Stallion, Doja Cat. Like, think about like- Also people that are starting on the, their own, like that, that are making their own music. If you promote your own songs well enough, if you make a dance to it, or if you, you know, whatever, you might get big, like who knows? Like Francis Forever with mm -hmm. Space Girl, they, oh my God, I love that song. So I'm like, I, I'm sorry, I'm not sure. Like I actually heard that song first. It like popped up on my Discover Weekly like a few weeks before that happened. Really? And then saw, yeah, and then I saw like the dance was happening to it. And I was like, oh my God. And now it's so weird because now I have mutuals, like I'm mutuals with them. And that is so weird to me. Cause to, the, to me, I'm like, they're like famous. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And a couple other, like, I don't know if you've heard of um, Annie DeRusso or Orla Gartland. They're really Don't awesome. Swerve? Is that Don't Swerve? Don't Swerve, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I love that song so much. Um, and they're both really great. And just having the chance to, like, oh, my God, the people who I'm mutuals with now, like, including you guys, just being able to talk to people who, like, I, I love their content. Like, that's so awesome. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, um, so we, we, I mean, you were talking about your music journey, but I guess we could change it to what you know, top songs of 2020, top songs now, like what are your favorites right of, of the past you know, year or so, or right now? I would say, so definitely 2020, like Pedals for Armor and Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers, top, like top, top, top. That was all I listened to. And again, like with the hyper fixations, I wish I had like a lot of things to list, but it was like, <laughs> I would only listen to like a few albums because they resonated with me so deeply but simmer was my top song from pedals for armor um that song it came up it was like embarrassing i was like you listen to this 200 whatever times and i was like oh that's a problem i this is in like in bringing it back to paramore for a second like i've practiced she's or Haley, or if i met any members of paramore especially like taylor because he does a lot of the they do like most of the writing together um like I, they're one of the people that I practiced my speech to, like if I met them in person and one of like my little, one of the bits is like, thank you for, um, oh my God. Oh no, I forgot. I'm not off book yet. <laughs> today. Um, but pretty much just like thanking them for being able to be like the soundtrack to every like anger, joy, like sadness and like growth, whatever that I felt like it feels like they dug into the depths of my brain and then like just made it not sound like garbage. And there we go. That's their album. You have such a way with words, Mac. This is incredible. That's well, awesome you brought up practicing because I think one of the first times me and Emma FaceTimed till like three in the morning, uh, we were talking about 
<laughs> how we know we're gonna cr- like cross paths with Harry Styles but no, it's- I've thought about this no so we we it's not that we haven't met him yet it's he hasn't met us yet exactly yeah he's not met us yet human beings mm-hmm. we're all the same we are if we are on this playing field yep he's not he's nowhere above or below us no yes will happen when we meet him life-changing moments oh yeah <laughs> So Mac, any any for any favorites from this year specifically? Have you found anything new? Oh God, let me check my Spotify. I honestly don't think so. I've been like very stuck recently. What have I even? Me with Remy Wolf. I'm scared. Yeah, this year it's been a lot of like boy genius, which I know that doesn't die. That's literally just Phoebe Bridgerton sticking onto the same track. Let's see my on repeat. I'm terrified. Uh oh, Mitski. Oh, Soccer Mommy. This is like still the same I've listened to soccer mommy for a while but just like oh and snail mail them both amazing snail mail is from Maryland all the goods all-time low uh snail mail like who else Uh, Maggie Rogers all Marylanders from Maryland so to finish out the podcast to finish out to round out what we were talking about music related do you have any other sort of last words last favorite albums favorite artists favorite or 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 impactful memories or anything else that you want to input before we go if not that's totally fine i was like um i don't know i think that i need to open myself up more definitely to music this year and i think it's so important to have this is one of the albums that has stuck with me for years and years and years and i think will continue to stick with me and I don't think it'll ever be off of my like regular playlist um I think it's important to have those albums that mean that much to you but I think my issue is that I stick too much of them and don't like explore um so I think it's important to have your little sentimental things but also to I think I need to try to like move on from this time in my life and explore outwards as part of my growth and if anyone else who is listening oh my gosh if anyone else who's listening also feels that way that's part of the reason why you know this podcast new album every two weeks you know it's it's meant to broaden it's meant to open up maybe new artists that you've never seen like i this is that's exact i was getting into that sort of like i was digging myself into that hole last year too so i understand that so maybe this will be the year of just a bunch of newness with the music yes i hope so Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> and come on. I knew we knew like immediately that we wanted you on this podcast. So as soon as soon as I realized, as soon as I realized you were, you know, we were mutuals or whatever, I was like, Claire. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah, 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 yeah. Thank yes, you. Thank you so much. So nice to meet you. So great to chat. I hope everyone that listened enjoyed too. And yeah, big bye, big thank you. Bye.